0: Good morning, ladies. This is Lisa with Christian Warrior Woman coming at you this morning. I I hope yesterday that um, you took away the nugget on the husband cheating example as something to self-reflect. It's not only a husband cheating. It could be a friend that betrayed you. It could be a boss. It could be a number of circumstances. But really using an example that can leave you feeling devastated, can leave you feeling revengeful, you know, rage, anger, and how we deal with that. One of the things and exercises that I will try to do with with each of you every day is to give you a nugget of something to think about and to work on that day. I've done conferences where I've ministered or coached folks for a weekend or for a week. And sometimes, you know, when you're in person, you can do a lot more. But one of the things I find in a lot of these conferences that are to empower and and enrich us, you get so much stuff that you wind up doing nothing and you just get a rah-rah for that weekend. You've paid out money, you've done this, and, and, and you walk away and a week later you're kind of back to where you are. So I hope that this kind of daily journaling, daily you know, digging deep within each of us will move you to a place of if you just focus on what we're talking about today and letting those that layer unfold and then the next day another layer unfold. I think you will find your place, you'll find yourself in a different place in 30, 60, 90 days from now. And so that's my prayer and that's my wish because I I went through this unveiling for over a year and a half and it was intense and I I needed time to sometimes self-reflect and to self-absorb and You know, life is still coming at us, whether it's our kids, our job, our money, our finances. We have all these things going on and sometimes a lot to wrap our head around when we get something in its whole form. So I hope these daily nuggets are going to be able to help you dig deep in one area so that you can be you can break free of that. And that's your prayer every day to the Lord. Because what did he tell us to do? To renew our mind every day. So my prayer is that these um, 15, 20 minute lessons are helping you to renew that area of your mind and and for you to get set free and for you to move forward as a prosperous um, woman of God. So when we talk about um, cheating, You know, we can define cheating from yesterday, and that example with Eloise was her husband with another woman. You know, we live in a modern era, so we have different um, areas of ways that men and women can cheat on one another. Whether it's online pornography, you could be online in rooms exposing yourself. I've I've, uh, coached someone who their husband hadn't actually physically been with a woman. But he had exposed himself in videos with another woman and she had exposed herself to him so when we talk about cheating there's all kinds of ways even having flirtatious conversations because we know that these will lead to the next step and let's be for real if you start flirting and teasing and and lightly touching um someone it's going to move to the next level we are human beings we are flesh and blood And the same thing with online, because what is the enemy instilling us? Because we're going to want more and more. And so we start at one level and we end up somewhere else. Same thing, whether it's drugs, you know, all of these things lead to devastation and disappointment within a family. So, the thing that I always find and I always ask people in coaching is the question, why? And what I mean by is when your husband cheated on you and they state how they fail, they'll feel, I'll say why. So for example, um, if someone is before you, you'll always find the why comes to not the fact of the cheating, but it's the emotional link or the woundedness in a lot of times that's already there. That seed has already been planted from other experiences in your life. So, for example, sometimes in relationships and in marriage, we make this other person an idol in our life. We esteem them above God, right? And a lot of people think, like, well, this was my husband, but should we esteem them above God? We make individuals our all in all. We put our life in their hands. You know, we just assume and trust that. They're going to fix us, you know, they're going to keep us financially stable. They're going to help us buy and help us look the way we want to look, correct? So when we put our life in their hands, we have to remember they are human as well. Sometimes it's social status. But as I mentioned, so when you find out this person is leaving you, what what is at the root of your why? All of a sudden, wait a minute. My world's been shaken, right? The person I viewed as a God is basically saying they won't be my God anymore. And now I may not have the same friends. I may not have the social status. All of our insecurities of what this person had the power over in our life, you know, explodes in front of us. So of course we're angry. Of course we're enraged. Of course we're going to feel like, we need to wreck devastation back because of the pain they inflicted on us. What does the enemy make us believe? Hey, we can't just be the receiver. We've got to give this back, right? So giving it back could look like tearing up people's stuff, cussing people out, going to their jobs, talking badly about them to everybody, and, you know, making sure our kids know that what their father, how bad their father is, the parents all these other people, we make sure that they know how horrible this person is. And we forget to go to the one person and that's God. So because we want to be judge, we want to be the judge of our spouse or the judge of this person that hurt us. And so that's the first thing we want to let go of. So today, I want to talk about forgiveness. Because if you like me, I'm I'm not I don't know if I have that Eloise in me. That would be something I'd have to work on. And I'm not stating that I've I've experienced that in my life. I've experienced where my husband has had an extramarital affair. I've experienced being in relationships where people left me devastated. And so I knew I had a revengeful spirit. Hey, you take me down. I got to take you down bad. But what I've learned, and thank you, praise the Lord, that when someone hurt me in a similar manner after I had been healed and after I had unearthed these insecurities from years of buildup, I responded differently. And that's what I want to focus on today with you about focusing differently. So when we think of for- forgiveness, is the forgiveness for the person or is forgiveness for ourselves? Because the first thing is, as we recognize from Romans twelve nineteen yesterday, that the Lord and God is our avenger. So I I think one of the areas that we can think about, even in our life when we're in relationships, is having people in our lives that help us through rough patches. And I think so many times, and I would say in the African-American community, we have to do a better job at the message of um, seeking help, seeking professional help, and making sure it's professional help and not someone who is there for gossiping. We've got a long history of not um, trusting sometimes professional help, and a lot of times they don't look like us. So we normally will try to pray it out or just hope it'll work out or confide in a friend. And that's where, you know, I work with people in coaching and you have to find someone that Um, you can trust. And I always say, don't wait till you have a problem in your relationship. You should start when the relationship is healthy. Every relationship needs to, you know, whether you call them mentors or you call them um, individuals who help you coach yourself to a happy relationship. We need people in our lives that can mentor us because marriage and relationships have their ups and downs and when you make a vow before god it's not for until i get tired of you or until you don't provide the dreams that i wanted or until the sex is boring but it is a vow that you are living out each and every day you know the the word doesn't promise when you get married that you will be happy every day or happily ever after. It does talk about the role of a man and a woman, but we also need to focus on our role and what we know to do before God. Make sense? So let's start with um, a scripture on, two scriptures on forgiveness. So we'll look at Mark 11, 25 through 26. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive you your sins. Okay. And then Matthew 615. But if you do not forgive others their sins, (laughs) your father will not forgive your sins. And I think for me personally, and I hope for you, the Matthew 615 is really key. Because as Eloise did yesterday, when When her circumstances happened and her husband said he was leaving, she chose to pray. And in that prayer, when when people want to know, how in the world did Eloise do that? Because she went to forgiveness first. Because she cried out to God like David cried out to God. And laid out, this wasn't a she didn't... um, She didn't have any emotions or you know, I shared the story but what I was waiting today was to share what she actually did with God. She went to God and said that this is what your word says that a man shall cleave and a man shall stay and a man shall cover his family. She didn't choose to curse him out first. She went to God with all of those emotions and sometimes that's where comes wisdom. And that's where reading Proverbs and understanding, you know, some of the things that are in the Psalms is that we have to be in the word to know what are some of the strategies that we can use? Because when we just spew back the pain and the hurt and the shame to the person, that doesn't make the circumstance better, does it? And I'm sure if you're like me, you've had arguments that have, you know, have gone astray that you should have restrained yourself. And so I would say that, no, am I expecting you after hearing this, that the next time something happens, that you're going to be act in a perfect manner? No, but you're going to be aware that when you go before God, if you listen to the first scripture in Mark 11, that when you go to pray to God and you're still holding judgment and anger towards a spouse or toward whoever, that means my prayers could be blocked. I don't know about you, but nobody is worth my prayers being blocked. So what I've learned to say, and I actually learned this from a message that T.D. Jakes taught once, that I realized that I was wounded because I had given over my whole heart. And no person deserves my whole heart but God. So when I give over my whole heart and if someone walks away, guess what they've walked away with? My whole heart. And for me, that logic just struck with nobody is worth my whole heart. God gave me a whole heart to, to use with him and to love other people. And if someone else has my whole heart, then I can't love my neighbor. I can't love my enemy and I can't love anyone. And for me, that epiphany was there that also I don't need. They've already done enough wreck, wreckage in my life. Do I need them to now block my blessings? I don't think so. Do I need them to block me from hearing God? So if anything, I need him more now because I feel alone and I need to be able to repent and repent freely that I made this person my God, that Lord, I repent because I made them my idol. I made them my shield. I put all of my everything into them and I pushed you to the side, Lord. But Lord, now my eyes are open and we can ask for forgiveness and we can move forward. And guess what? I'm going to tell you the first time you say that, you know, I always tell people, say it until it's real. Because the first time you say that you forgive someone, and this has happened, trust me, in people you believe in, this is for whether you're a seasoned unbeliever or a new believer. I have found in my experience, that people who were seasoned in the Lord have a whole lot of unforgiveness going on in their lives. So there is no such thing as not um, really asking the why, the why on your emotions to get to what you need to repent for. So we know that when we ask forgiveness, that the Lord is going to Respond because what are we doing? We're humbling ourselves before God and saying, You know what? I messed up and I need to come before the throne. So we want to give up that judgment. We want to give up that bitterness because if we don't forgive, guess what the enemy is going to do? He's going to open other doors. He's going to get you so riled up and angry that you're not only going to be bitter about your husband's circumstances. You're going to be bitter towards your children. You're going to be angry at the job. You're going to be angry that you're also going to prevent new people and others from helping you because believe it or not, they see That anger in you every day and how you talk how you walk how you carry yourself because all of a sudden you're now looking the wreck don't allow someone to destroy your inner man and your physical man it leads to high blood pressure diabetes eating all kinds of issues that we don't need in our life so the first step even through your pain I have cried on my knees, asking the Lord to forgive someone that hurt me one time. And the enemy was right there in my ear saying, Oh, just tell the Lord to curse him, tell the Lord to curse him. And it was painful for me not to want to say, I curse the person. But I also knew if I did that, I would be operating in witchcraft. So I'm asking you to, if you are in a position to write on a piece of paper to just make a list of three people that you need to forgive and ask yourself why the pain they put on you truly still has you in a position of struggling with forgiving them. And you're going to find it's linked to something deeper than even what they did because their action reminded or confirmed a lie that you already believed about yourself. Okay, so I want you to. And also, while you're dealing in unforgiveness, think about vows you made. If your husband cheated, you might have said, I'll never forgive him. I'll never forgive you till the day I die. You know, we make all kinds of vows in our anger, right? You'll never see your children. You'll never have a relationship with your kids. These are all the things we say. Let's break those vows because those vows are chains that we're holding on to word curses meaning we're cursing him you've never been a good dad nah, la la da, da. you've never been a good father, a good provider we lash out with all of these things and what I want you to do today is write those things down that you recall and I want you to pray. I want you to get on your knees and pray before God and ask God for forgiving you for being judge and jury and executioner of your husband or someone else that has hurt you. I want you to lay out what vows and statements you have made about this person to this prayer. And I want you to let the Lord know that you humble yourself under his authority, not your authority. And you ask him to change your mindset and that every day you pray to be a forgiving person. It's not going to happen overnight. That's why healing is a process. We have to renew our minds every day. Why? Because every day we think or our mind roams on something it shouldn't, and we need to pray for the Lord to renew it. So I want you to think of some that time, and then also think about areas that you need God's forgiveness. So think about it. If you can't forgive someone, that means God's not forgiving you. And oh my, don't we have a ton of things to be, be- forgiven for. And in everything, we have to take responsibility for our actions. I'm not telling you that the person who cheated or devastated your family wasn't wrong and didn't bring pain. I totally agree with you there. But the person who has to judge it and the person we need to make sure judges it versus us, if we take it upon ourselves to lash out the pain, then what if we told God, I don't need you. I can handle this. And I've done that before, and I'm sure many of you have. But what I want you to do in it being wise and in gaining maturity in your faith is to say, you know what? I'm going to let God handle this, and I'm going to handle my emotions with the Lord myself, and I'm going to get some coaching, and I'm going to find someone that I trust that I can lay out how I'm feeling so these emotions are able to get out. I'm not telling you to stuff anything. I'm telling you to get on your face balling and snap tissues or whatever before God and let the Lord lead you to someone that you can do that with as well so that you can be restored, that you can be equipped and that you could be wise in how you go forward for your family and for your future. Because I want you to get everything that God has in store for you. You have a powerful future. Don't let what's happened in your past be holding you back, pulling you back with chains and ropes. No, I want you to spring yourself free by getting free in prayer and getting free and trusting God. Because in these times, the enemy wants to break your trust. Don't trust God. He lets you get with this person. No, God didn't let you get with that person. You got with that person. So many of us believe it's the Lord letting us get hurt. No, we go forward because of our own personal desires and weaknesses and if we would just hold our faith and pray through how we should move forward in relationships we'll be in a better place so today i want you to list your three people i want you to think of what the why is that has left you in this unforgiveness state and i want you to pray and so I'm going to say a short prayer here for you and close out today. And I just ask, Lord, that you bless every woman that is hearing this nugget today. I pray, God, that you'll renew their mind. I pray, God, that you'll bring instant healing to their heart and to their soul, God, and that you will help them become free, free of the baggage of pain, of shame, disappointment, anxiety. And Lord, I pray they will be powerful women, powerful women who trust you and you alone and that they're able to discern the relationships that will exalt them and encourage them and build them up and be of support. Give them wisdom, God. Give them joy, God. Give them happiness. Give them a new day in Jesus name. Amen. Until tomorrow, ladies, be blessed. God loves you.